Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I said what you know about it. It's the stew, baby. Got the knees in plus. Young stew, baby. And the room a lot. Oh. Hello, you're listening to The Stew. My name is Jason Stewart. This is my food podcast. Say hello, Andre Conaparo. Hello. My brother's not here right now. He's busy working. R.I.P. Stewie. R.I.P. to you. We have one guest today. Uh, yeah, one? Two. I'm it? <laughs> we have a guest today. Should I pretend like there's people lining up behind me to, <laughs> this to, is, to jump on? This is a guest audition. Oh. You're used to it. I am. You, uh, our guest, Dustin Lancaster, he sent in an 8x12. 8x10. Glossy. Black and white. Black and white. And Pizza we, Hut National Superstar. We picked him. Yep. Yep. Yeah, star of Sage Screen and East Side Eatery. All of them. That's, that's Some of the best. Some of the neighborhood favorites. Thank you. Yeah, you, you're, um, you're too kind. You have a company called East Side Establishment. This is true. Which you've, you've done some research. Yes, I saw the business card. There In your there. business card, there's no room left on it to write shit. I, I, I'm going to start. Uh, I'm going to start making them very small, or uh, just omitting the ones I don't care the most about, <laughs> like like a like a children. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But just scratch the them off. Don't print new ones. Just, <laughs> just cross off right the ones with a oh, pen yeah. when you That's hand a them out. Good idea. Yeah. yeah, get a get a scratcher. Yeah, you or you could just make a double sided card and just be really, really like <laughs> oh. ego. Yeah, one side of the card looks like a regular business card. Like, huh? He's got a name. He's got a phone number, email, and then you flip it over, and it's all the logos of all the businesses that he owns. Wow! And it looks like uh, like when you wear the starter jacket with all the <laughs> NBA teams the on there. This is like, all right, buddy, we got a lot going on here. Or, or I could just start getting them like this size. I don't yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Like, uh, you get your, a postcard size. Your business card will say, be a five by seven instead yeah. of a wallet size. It needs to be like one of the accordion ones that expand, like a like a cheap address book you get from a oh, Chinese yeah. food restaurant around New Year. It's like. <laughs> Well, I I was told by my director of operations that I can't open anything this year. So, uh, and, and my gr- my girlfriend also said that they, they made me promise I wouldn't open anything in twenty. There, there goes my kale salad pitch spot that I was going to try and get at you. I, I doesn't mean I I didn't say I was not going to. I just said they asked. <laughs> you've me been not told to. not to. Yes. So I mean, so I'm looking at this. That means you've got eight businesses currently. Something like that. Approx. Yeah. Uh, approximately. Mo- Give some, or take. some restaurants, some bars, one hotel. Uh, yes. Which is your newest one. Yeah, it we're going to talk about that, and right? It, it's and not my newest one, actually. Oh. The Augustine is newer by two weeks. Oh, oh I know. Two, in there. two places open within two weeks of each other. It was, I do not recommend it. It was very, <laughs> very stressful. I do not recommend Never it. open a hotel and a restaurant within the same two weeks. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. And you also have a brewery. Uh, yeah, I'm a partner in a brewery. Uh, it's attached to the Hermosillo. It's mm-hmm. ran by Bob Coons, who's a master of, of the hops. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's doing really well. Highland Park Brewery. Highland Park Brewery. HPB, the U.S. have a cool logo where the letters are... Well, uh-huh. Yeah, but I, I, was, I actually voted against HPB. 
HPB because it sounds like HPV, HPV. and uh, that was too much. But I was outnumbered. And they, I don't see what the problem could yes. be with that. Have you guys been to HPV? What? Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the, especially if you have like a, a Spanish accent where the B and the V <laughs> just kind of roll together. Yeah, I've got, this is true. I'm drinking. Uh, I've got 12 ounces of HPV. I like happy IPAs a lot, and I like giving girls extra, extra super yeasty, a little frothier than some other <laughs> brews I've had. <laughs> You see, but it Oof. went out, and um, so and it's working. It's it's doing very well. We sell. Uh, we usually have about eight beers on tap at the Hermosillo, mm-hmm. and we have quickly eight. climbed through the ranks of the uh, the the beer uh, hierarchy in mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. So yeah. we're, we're doing really well. What do you think? Well respected. The, what do you think the chances are? Because uh, I, I feel like you have all these restaurants and they're all doing well, but I feel like beer could be a good long play. Like that's the one that kind of quietly becomes the the breadwinner. It's you, you know I think that you kind of always think that they could start growing and turn in, into these you know Russian River Brewing or you know. Uh, Golden Road in L.A. right now. But Golden Road, the the difference is they started that big. Like, they didn't grow. They actually had to grow into the size that they started. And, like, we're – this is a bootstrap operation. I mean, we literally did Grower, not a shower. Yeah. We we are definitely a grower, (laughs) not a shower. Like my space bin. So it's – we just – it was a shoestring budget in in a, I think, seven, 800-square-foot space, you know, just uh, putting tanks in there and and trying to go from there as opposed to What is a shoestring budget for starting your own – Brewery, uh, if, you, if you may, I, if I could, uh, you don't have to say. I, it. I certainly can't. It's it's less than two hundred thousand dollars, okay, wow. which is pretty unheard of. I mean, that mm-hmm. is a, that's that a number is, surprises me for sure. It's it's pretty unheard of. You you can't even. I mean, that's that's just a step up from like garage, like yeah. <laughs> home, home yeah. brewing. Brew, like, you know, that's large home brewing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and then, then you we've grown. I mean, you add tanks and you add. That sure. sounds like the kind of operation too. Everyone getting involved is like we're not taking anything out. Yes. We're going to go in this, and we're going to work until it starts paying off, and until then, nobody takes anything out, and we get it going. Mm-hmm. Correct. And that's it's still growing. It's yeah. still trying to get there. It's still you know there's no real money being made. It, it's we're able to make money off the the money the beer that's sold at the Hermcio, but that's different than making money off of actual production. And, sure. and, and so it's a it's a long play. You you mm-hmm. definitely do it for years down the line, not necessarily and quick then, return. And then eventually, I don't think anybody, Budweiser will buy you. That's what you hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you, I, I think there's a passion behind it for Bob. I mean, I, I don't. I can't say I don't do any of the out of all of uh, us there. I'm the least involved in actual um, crafting of the brew. I, I don't spend. I've been in there a couple times to help bottle and do a couple of things, but. Those guys. So you do all the bottling. I do. I'm a one man <laughs> bottling machine. People I'm say I'm not really on the brewing side, but I do have to do the bottling. Shipping and receiving is where I really shine. <laughs> Got to clean up afterwards, you know, a little bit. Hit the bathrooms. Yes. <laughs> More of a janitorial, which sure. is which I made the joke this morning to uh, Michael, who's my my best friend and my partner at, at the Hermosillo. Is that's all owning restaurants is at some point is like a janitor because I was at I go to Baller Hardware mm-hmm. at least. Once a day, most times twice a day. Really? Yeah. Wow. For our listeners at home, Baller Hardware is like the Silver Lake local hardware Tiny store. Tiny Ace yes. Hardware. Little Ace Hardware. Very friendly. Very, Which is very a, helpful. It's, a it's not an spot. Ace. It's a oh, true it's value. Not, a true value. True value. True value. Okay. But if get, it, you, get it right. Yeah, seriously. Come on, buddy. Blue but, you, but it often appears mainly on Instagram mm-hmm. with people being like, this place is called Baller Hardware. That's funny. 
Um, but it is a good hardware it's, store. I, I'm glad I live. And All my restaurants an, are close to it. And yeah. You have an open account there. It sounds like I don't. I should though. I really Think should. Think about get it. it. So you could send somebody else over there. It's kind of in the center of like the circumference of your empire. It's isn't directly. It? So you've built me. your life around this hardware store. Is what it seems like. You're on to me. That's, <laughs> <laughs> you'll never see me further than a, a mile away from Bali. Really getting into the nuts and bolts of you. Yep. Mm, touche. <laughs> touche. <laughs> well. Um, so your first spot was Covell. It was. Covell is a wine bar in Silver yeah. Lake. It'll be five years old July 2nd. Mm. Yeah. I took a pasta making class at Covell like three years ago. By so Deborah was, Gorman. And it was I, excellent. Uh, yes, I loved it. Yes, who's now, uh, she is. Uh, she has a company now called Sore Babes. Do you know this? Oh. Uh, she's making makes sense. Attractive lady, sorbet, like uh, nude ice cream vibe. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> she like just a bikini eat. car wash thing, <laughs> yes. but with sorbet. It's doing really well. It's uh, well, yeah. She's uh, bigger in the summer months. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, so that's that. I remember that. It was a cool class. I took it. It was really I, cool. I was, it, there, I was uh, making it. pasta as well. Made but we don't do that. I, we haven't done a a class. But I, I want to get back to that idea. It was a great spot because I, I remember it was it was. The Covell was closed during the day, mm-hmm. but it gets such beautiful light, and it's such like it's such a nice place that mm-hmm. I think it was like a Sunday early, yeah. and it and was you just start throwing some flour on the bar, and yeah, and we cooked some and took some home, and it was great. It was uh, now I'm inspired to bring that back. So All right, I'll sign Deb, up. if you're listening, you now have to yeah. come back. Shots and, fired, and, and bring the pasta. The whole like thing that you business you started, <laughs> throw that away. throw that away, cancel that. <laughs> I still have the yeah, I still have like the. The recipes and the like, the the lesson layout in my cookbooks folded up. So. Still have a little flower in your hair too. Yeah, a little, you know, maybe, uh, <laughs> what a good student you are! I don't little, have anything. Little ricotta in those. Well, I'm not running eight <laughs> businesses and two hotels, so I'm, I have time to fold away those lessons plans. <laughs> Speaking of Covell in the daytime, yes. as somebody who owns all these bars, how are used to you are the daytime bar smell compared to the nighttime <laughs> bar? <laughs> because like. Yeah. Ha- I have this weird theory, like that bars just always smell. Covell doesn't smell. It doesn't smell. It, it's it's so people compliment us on the lack of bar smell. It's true, and wow. we use Fabulosa. Do you know this? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a really purple, right? unnatural purple. Huge, yeah, yeah. You, it doesn't look like nothing. It's kind of the color of that bot. Great drink. And um, that's like the like a Mexican cleaning product. It's yeah. it's like Mexican pine salt, okay. except it smells like grape. Yeah. Cleanliness and <laughs> it stuff. is like a really uh, clean grape, <laughs> really, really <laughs> fresh grape, like, and, and it doesn't smell. And then we also, I also have an ionizer in there. Okay, that's another secret. And also, you guys are beer and wine only there, correct? So that probably is a big part of it. Yes. So, but you, beer stinks. I mean, yeah, beer, beer, beer is that beer's that bar smell. All alcohol, at, you know, when at it, some point at the end of the day. But whenever you go to a bar in the daytime when it's not open, there's no people in there. Why does it smell a hundred times worse than when it's full of drunks, so people true. smoking I, cigarettes, spilling drinks live I, in in the flesh? I think it's just that stale air thing. Yeah. I think that you know, there's probably no air conditioner on or no nothing moving the air around. But yeah. I also think that when we when humans go in there, like your bodies absorb it, your clothes and your hair oh, yeah. suck up that nasty, it's sucking up stank. all those uh, restaurants before they start cooking in the morning. Like when you're prepping, you can go in and sometimes yeah. they'll have a tinge to them too. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Yeah, just so yeah. Maybe that, that should be the real sign of a bar bar's cleanliness is they sneak in and do like the sniff test, the 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 two p.m. sniff, 
Yeah. That's going to be my like, new cleanliness uh, two, blog. 2 p.m. sniff? Where I just throw a brick through the window of your bar and then stick my nose in at 2 p.m. and be like, mm. A, a plus. Not that, bad. That one I would drink there. I'm Does bad. it smell like desperation or Mexican <laughs> toxic weapons? I'm not sure yet. <laughs> oh, nice. Because uh, the same thing happens to me Like when I'll go out of town for a week. I will. My house will be clean before I leave. I'll take out the trash. There's no no mess. There's no food. And I come in after the windows have been closed and the doors have been closed for a week, and my house smells like not very good because yeah. of just yeah. that stagnant air. Get the air, dog. Get that cross. Ionize it. Get an ionizer. I will I, get I, an ionizer. They're not that expensive, and it really it does make a weird stale oxygenated smell, <laughs> which. But that's better than Stank Bar. Sure. Um, okay, let's talk oysters now. Uh, yeah, let's talk oysters. We did an, we did an oyster. That's where, that's where yes. you and I really we, cut our teeth We, with we our bonded <laughs> over a knife and a... Yeah, we an, did... Uh, a knife and a metal glove. November, I think. Is that when you, you hosted the, the mm-hmm. oyster thing? What, what was the actual event the for? the Eastside uh, Food Festival. Yes. That's right. And yes. L&E was doing a live oyster shucking demo. Our chef, Spencer Bazaire. With Spencer. Uh, he, he did the shucking I stood. And then who was the other guy? I forgot his name. Where? When? The, the guy who was shucking in the back. Uh, Who's like the oyster guy at L&E? Oh, then it... Who was there? Was he's, it no, who was with us? He's a he's a Latino fellow. But I can't remember who we brought with us. I don't know, but the last time I was in Orlando. There, Orlando. Orlando, yeah, Orlando. yeah. He's like he's my guy. Orlando. <laughs> Which by the way, Orlando this is what this is how you know you have a good life. Orlando quit L and E like um, maybe three weeks ago so that because he, he wanted to boogie board. He wanted to move down by the beach and boogie board. Orlando. And I said, I'm I've I have these companies and I'm stressed like the fuck out and mm-hmm. this dude is boogie boarding <laughs> like we I am doing something wrong Orlando has it figured out and I I can't boogie board I don't have and time now, to boogie board and now he lives closer to the oyster and probably just probably just shucks yeah he probably yeah. just goes to the sea. He, he goes out in the water grabs some yeah, oysters does shuck doesn't Shucks enough to feed his family. <laughs> just need to grow some cross strains. Yeah. I make my own granola, was, and I love boogie board. <laughs> it was one of the few times that when someone says like they're leaving, you know, there's a lot of turnover in restaurants, and sure. they're like, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna get my two weeks." And I'm, you're like, "Why?" And they're like, "To go boogie board." I was like, "I can't, I can't argue with that." He's I, like, I, "I got poached <laughs> by by the Mother Pacific." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you really cannot say anything about someone who wants to free no, up, that's, free that's up a, their time for boogie boarding. Got, that's a conversation uh, that stops. Poached, poached by Quicksilver. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the full ride. He's got the full wetsuit and everything. No, but that's the conversation. Like, oh wow, I didn't know you did it professionally. Oh no, I, I, I'm just starting. <laughs> I just get a kick uh, out of it. I'm not sponsored. Actually, it's weird you said that because Eddie Eddie Wong he he moved when he moved to Malibu last year. He like he's like a New York hip hop you know gangster bro, and he's like fully into boogie boarding. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Boogie boarding. You, hear, you, hear like you go to his back. house and he, he probably wouldn't want me to mention this publicly. <laughs> <laughs> but like when he first moved, he's like, "Yo, dog, jeans." Come over, let's go boogie boarding. I'm like, oh. Is that code for something? <laughs> well, something I grew up I in Orange County near the beach where like boogie boarding was very normal. So it's just bizarre to see people boogie boarding. I, I, did, I didn't even know it was still friend. a thing. It but sounds... now I'm sad that Orlando is gone because he was my little backdoor oyster plug. Oh, he was sliding you uh, oysters on, uh, for free. I mean, I'd on the, go in there and have a couple of drinks with the girlfriend and he'd be like, oh, you remember me? And he'd, you know, he wouldn't give me a... Uh, you know, two it, dozen. It, it's okay. He wouldn't yeah. give me half a lobster, but he, you know, you get, you three, get VIP status. Give me three, four. Uh, yes. Send over my way. I'll take a half a dozen, maybe on a good night. Mm, well, you're gonna have to get in uh, with the new guys. <sighs> I gotta start over from the ground floor. Yeah, 
Just send over all the new guys' info. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever their Twitters are. Um, so are you like an oyster master now? No. Are you no, very, I mean, fairly well-versed in the oyster I, I, am, I am fairly well-versed, but nowhere near as much as Spencer. He He's like our oyster director. He has all the relationships like directly with the farmers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, east and west coast. Um Canada on down to Mexico, well, uh, well represented. Okay. But uh, no, I I know the difference uh, between the five types of oysters. Uh, I can taste the difference uh, between you know where they're from. But I wouldn't call myself a mm-hmm. oyster. You know, you're not a human oysterpedia. No, no. What what is the what's the what's the markup on oysters because they're so expensive? Not nearly what people think. And I'm sure that's the case, but yeah. I feel like I won't well, well, people, explain that. People, yeah, people... Beer and wine food, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what you're going for. People say, oyster, your oysters are so expensive. And I say, no, oysters are inherently expensive. I don't, we don't, I don't make them that way. Right. In order for us to get East Coast oysters, we're, we're like paying a $1.50 a piece, you know, with, with shipping or freight, you know, to get it out here. So if you're paying two fifty. That's a dollar of profit, but we have to. There's a shucker involved. There was prep involved. So service, rent, really, insurance. It, it, they're not in a world where the the standard food cost markup is thirty percent. Right, that is a horrible correct profit. Yep. on your food product. Uh, look, I just did a, a a news conference, like a press conference, last week at Tex for um, the minimum wage increase. So there was all these. Restaurant tours got together. Tex is the French restaurant here. The like sixty something year old, maybe even mm-hmm. older. I think the institution. You did a you did a Tex talk. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's stream that's, it online. Yeah, that's where I'm up to now. <laughs> that's my next stop uh, on my way. We mm-hmm. uh, we. Oui, oui. uh, they uh, but it's true. There's people just don't understand the profit margins in restaurants. I think there's a, mm-hmm. a large. Um, sort of misinformed. I, I, people see restaurants are busy and they're like, "Oh, you're making money." Like that's there's there's a wait at your restaurant. Must you, be nice. Yeah, exactly. You are just raking in mm-hmm. the cash. And bars are good. Bars have great <laughs> margins. But restaurants, when you have a lot of labor and you and food cost cost of goods and everything, you factor all that in. You're trying to get to a ten percent profitability. You're trying, but a bad month or you slow down, it drops down, or your air conditioner breaks and those things mm-hmm. happen. Um, you, you you can make no money. You know, it's it's yeah. true. That's why restaurants close. That's why they say it's so hard. And restaurants close all the right. time because they think that the, you know, the idea that if you have sales, you know, you have a million dollars in sales, you just must be crushing it. And it's just not true. And yeah. so, mm-hmm. oysters are, are are seafood is one of those things that you're looking at <laughs> a really really perishable item item. Yeah, and the it's spoilage is yes. off the charts. Those are the two words that no restaurant person or a chef wants to hear is expensive and perishable. Those yeah. do not go well together. Mm-hmm. And so I opened a restaurant that's just about those right. two things. <laughs> um, Except at the same time, absolutely brilliant for this side of town, for Los Angeles, because it. it was such a dirge of, of great seafood. I Six months after Covell opened, I went to a wedding in Boston, and I was at B&G Oysters. Uh, it, I don't even know what part of Boston that is in, but um, I was eating there, and I thought, God, this doesn't exist in L.A. Not, not even on the east side. It doesn't yeah, exist yeah. in L.A. Yeah. I knew that there, there's the Hungry Cat, and there was like the Water Grill, but those are seafood restaurants. There was no oyster bars, yeah. and that was the one thing that I really, really wanted to do. 
uh, was bring a true like you know East Coast style oyster bar. There's like Swan Oyster Depot in San Francisco, which is one of mm-hmm. my favorites. Yeah, um, but that was the whole impetus behind doing uh, L and E, and I think we pulled it off. I'm very proud of what we've been able to do. You for guys last. have a damn good chowder over there. It's a, it's I think it's one of the best in L A. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe my fave. Ooh, it's narrowing narrowing out uh, Gelson's <laughs> yes. having one of it's, the better chowders yes. in L.A. Wow. I will I, say it. I, I you don't I've touch the crab bisque, but the chowder. Oh, I'm going to go to Gelson's right now. Dude, you know what today is? No. Friday. Is that like... <laughs> For Friday is chowder day. Yeah. Is, is it really? It's a Catholic thing. We're all mm-hmm. going to load up and go have some yeah, Gelson's Friday chowder. Friday is, is clam chowder day. Typically, like uh, for the soup du jour at restaurants, if you pay attention to it, Friday is almost always clam Friday's chowder. Lent. So I, you eat seafood on Friday when you're Catholic. Wow. Mm-hmm. The, you guys are blowing my mind. I mm-hmm. never paid attention to the... What, what's chili? Mondays? <laughs> Chili's every day. Chili is a weekend. <laughs> I, that's what day I want. I want to show up on the chili day. That's my interest. Are you a chili man? I love chili. I actually judged a chili cook-off a few months ago. Where? In, uh, and why in wasn't Highland I Park. invited? It was, it was in Highland Park, right? What? Yeah, I know. It was, um, it was right behind Johnny's bar. Amateurs or restaurants? Like you, who, A little who, bit of both. Okay, so you didn't... Okay. I, I was I, not pro. I would have loved He wants it. to know why you didn't reach out. Is there chili in it's this annual. mini Le Creuset right here? <laughs> oh, man, that would have made me happy. So chili, you're a big chili man, huh? I'm from Oklahoma. That's where. That's ah. what we do. Like that's. I think, I think and chili. And chili. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> chili was invented in Oklahoma. You so might want to check that. But I, I think I, I would believe that. And if it's not true, I would give it to you guys. Thank you. That's, you don't have much else going so, on yeah. for you. And tornadoes, apparently. Tornadoes, yeah. basketball, and chili. <laughs> what is it? Cincinnati spaghetti that serve a chili. What's the dish? Yeah, not, St. Louis. Not that's, is there a St. Louis? One of those. I was going to ask you if you ever had that dish. No. There's a regional dish. Uh, spaghetti with chili. No. Anyways, we I'll don't, look it up. But we it's don't like pair it's, things with chili. You yeah. just get chili. Yeah. We don't fancy it up. Yeah. But what I you, I want chili. You want, no you want spoons. No forks. <laughs> you use your hands. <laughs> Ziploc you bag, chili. chili. That's it. Yeah. Uh, chili with like grated cheddar cheese and sliced onion. That that's, that's Yeah, raw that's, onion, right? Yeah, it's I love raw onion. So what do you do? Sour cream. Oh, a dollop of sour cream. Okay. So um, you a, so you do a chili, you do a and I don't like shredded cheddar, and I don't like I like beef chili. I don't like vegetarian bean chili. Mm-hmm. I don't like turkey chili. I like beef <laughs> chili. Okay. The, you know, like that. What about like a bison? Ooh, I will step. I but that falls into beef. So red meat chili. Yeah. Yes, red yeah. meat chili. Yeah. Only bite. What if it's like I only eat bison chili? Yeah. That's actually. <laughs> and I hunt it myself. First off, it's got to be bison. And if and if they don't have it, I bring my own bison and I <laughs> I cut it up and I add it to any chili bowl. It's got to be bison and it has to be filled by my in own fact, bow. Have you ever been to? <laughs> I made it a, a, a definite stop when I was in Washington D.C. at Ben's Chili Bowl. Have you ever been there? No, I haven't. No. Make sure some point in your life you Ben's go to Ben's Chili Ben's Bowl. Chili bowl. chili bowl, just a classic, like right. like it's really it's not fancy chili at all, but it's just. There's a place in Glendale, not too far away from here, called. We always drive by the it. chili parlor. Yeah. I know it. I know it. Have you been? Uh, I have not. It's, I just love any restaurant that's a parlor <laughs> of chili. And, and in, chili. In 2015, yeah. like yeah. it looks like it hasn't changed since 78 or something. Those are like that. those are my favorite. But it seems like they got to have some good chili going on in there. You would hope. If you if you're still keep your doors open and that's all you sell, you probably are making good yeah. chili. Yeah, that's true. You can. And I, I think they keep like bizarre hours, like they're open from 11 till one or something like that. You know. Oh, it'd be good if it was like 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. <laughs> you can only come after you've been drinking well, all we do a mid- It's a breakfast we restaurant. We do a midnight chili pop-up in Glendale. <laughs> um, 
It is. It is Cincinnati spaghetti. Cincinnati spaghetti. Cincinnati. I don't know that. That's, spaghetti served with chili. I kind of like. It. I mean, that's about it. There's nothing really more going on. I think I did have that at like friends' house growing up. Sure. Like, you know, like, it was yeah, just, yeah. like I don't remember it ever. You know, raving about it. But it was dad's cooking night. Was uh, <laughs> spaghetti with chili thrown on top? Hormel and spaghetti. Which is essentially like once you're making, if you're making your meat sauce. Yeah. Before you put the tomato sauce in, you just quit and you yeah. put the meat <laughs> sauce on spaghetti. That's that's really what I think that how that came to be. And I was like, man, eh, who, who needs good tomato enough. sauce? It's good enough. Yeah, I'll just stop right there. Hey, hey, if there's good bison in it, that's all you need. Yeah. Anything else will take away from the flavor. Uh, bison and spaghetti. Now that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a bison steak and lay it over a bed of spaghetti. Oh, wait, wait. I need that. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's like a bison ragu situation. You want to hear a funny story about a bison? Uh, uh, a bison? <laughs> Always. This is true. Always. Bison? So I take a, being from Oklahoma, we go, if you're from Oklahoma, you're usually a, either an Oklahoma Sooner fan in mm-hmm. college yeah, football yeah. or Oklahoma State Cowboys, but most people are Sooners. Yeah. Uh, and you know, certainly if you grew up in the era of the 80s, uh, being a young person in Oklahoma, you mm. were obsessed with Sooner football. That was like sure. Barry Switzer was a coach, Brian Bosworth, the Boz was, Boz. The, the, you know, just on steroids no and cocaine. Time. Yeah, I have, a, I have a friend's dog. His name's Sooner. So yeah, yeah. so you know, you it, it, we're pretty. We take it pretty serious, big time. And so we still go to uh, a game every year. Me and this group oh, of awesome. buddies, we always take an RV trip to a game. Uh, RV, yes, oh. yes. Uh, Road time. pops in the back. We, Sober we, driver, <laughs> yeah. party in the back. Exactly. You bring a, you bring a keg of HPV and a, <laughs> and chili, just, and a, and but, a crock pot full of bison. <laughs> that's it. So <laughs> we just were, a luscious odor going on in the back of that RV. I, oh, by the time we get done with the RV, because you know you rent them, we don't you really set it on fire. Oh my god, it is. You just burn it in the lot. Hazardous. We understand. We'll be paying the full deposit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So we were in, I think we were in like Grants Pass, Oregon, and we went to a, a restaurant. I don't know if that's on the way to Oklahoma, by the way. No, we don't go to an Oklahoma <laughs> game. We go to wherever the Oklahoma Sooners are traveling to. Oh, nice. I mean, we don't go to the University of Oklahoma. We I go. I was going to say, you should have used Waze because so it like, was a faster. <laughs> <laughs> I went way north yeah. and then back down. No, they, uh, like that was, they were playing at Eugene. The Ducks, or, right? Yeah, okay, so we went okay, to that okay. game. Um, and. My one of my buddies, Johnny, who we call Soup, by the way, that's his nickname. Great nickname. Soup. Um, Shut the fuck up, Soup. <laughs> yes. I we made him. He was getting. We were all ordering at this, you know, ranch house kind of thing in Oregon, and, sure. and they. He was like, "I'm going to get the bison burger." <laughs> and he looked okay. at me, and he said. You know how the, the waitress said, "How should I get it?" And I, and he looked at me, and I don't know why he took my finger. I was like, "Rare, dude, definitely get no. it rare." Oh. It was so rare. It was <laughs> it was the kind of rare that is just dangerous. And sure enough, he got so sick. Rest in peace, soup. We'll miss you. Soup, soup, God we bless you. If I, 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 we still laugh about that story because he looked at me like I, I guess because I own restaurants. Like, what do you like, think, Hollywood? Get it rare. <laughs> like that was like I have the definitive. Always get your bison burgers rare if you want to get really sick. Oh, so no, it was in Utah. I took it back. It was in Moab, Utah. See, there's food poisoning, and then there's Utah bison food yeah, poisoning. That, but you, that's, Utah bison steak tartare is what he got with a yeah, bun on top. I don't even think that you would have like a real good complaint where like you did get it extra rare. Like, yeah. We don't recommend that. Yeah, oh. It's a horrible idea. Yeah. Oh, my friend says it's great, man. That's how I want it. <laughs> when the waitress said it's your funeral, I was a bit worried. <laughs> When you heard laughing coming out of the kitchen five minutes after the order came in. So I now do bison always extra well done. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in my chili. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> speaking of traveling, yes. do you plan on doing any expansion out of the east side of L.A.? 
We di- we did uh, open Augustine um, about sixty days ago. Well, that's in the valley. Well, that's you said the east out of the yeah, east. Yeah, definitely okay, okay, east. Okay. okay, so that I guess. Do you mean out of Los Angeles proper? I'm talking out of the state. Ooh, ooh. Um, I would love to. There was. We took a trip well, to New York. We can start with the valley first. No, because that we, is your first we, one that's not. That is the first one that's not on the east side. Yes. Uh, Let's talk about Augustine because it's new. It's yeah. brand new. It is doing really well. It is um, high end wine. I mean, that's not not like super crazy. You, you can get uh, more modestly priced wines, but we've become known very quickly. Every day, if you like follow us on Instagram or something like that, we post a board, which are vintage wine offerings by the glass. A lot of times between like twenty five to forty bucks, and then. Thousand fifteen hundred eighteen hundred dollar bottles of wine um, wow. that are really don't drop it. really <laughs> don't drop it Orlando. <laughs> we my uh, partner uh, one of them over there Dave Gibbs he has an insane wine collection he goes to a lot of estate sales and gathers these wines and um, so we our our offerings are unlike anything I've ever seen wow you know really, wow. so wine so, buffs are freaking out because so we're the wealthy Valley wine buffs yes they have now this is their stomping grounds. Absolutely. A, a, a bold concept, too, to be doing by the glass, which must be very exciting for people to just it want to is. be able to try that one vintage, can't pony up the bottle, but, or, you know, birthday yeah, wine. It, why not? I mean, if you really want yeah. to taste like a 1968, you know, Lafitte, why not pay $35 for a glass of it? It's better than paying $400 for amazing. a bottle. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I really like that idea. Yeah, it's fun. It's worked out. It's it's a bit risky. I mean, I don't think... I have a question people... about drink tickets at this place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How does that work? Yeah. <laughs> On a sliding scale. Like, the orange ticket... Tickets are worth twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, the purple. Like I show up with the Hermosillo Buffalo nickel, and they're like, mm, I don't know if those are going to work here for that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a beer. You're yeah. going to have a beer on tap. We yeah, have high HPV on tap. <laughs> so that concept is doing well. It's doing very well. Uh, yeah, we're, I'm really pleased with how how that's in its first couple months. You know, it's still early. But Who's DJ in there? Nobody. <laughs> Just Yet we got a piano. Can you play the piano? We have a the piano's nice. A nice little I what are those fake it. small ones called? Um Pianette? No, but like it's got Oregon. a spinner, a spinet. Uh, I'm not the music guy, unfortunately. Uh, something like that. You guys got an Xbox in there? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's two hundred dollar bottles of wine and Xbox. That would be and, amazing. And, and FIFA. Let me ask oh. you, I mean, were, did you feel pretty confident? I mean, obviously there's some level of confidence going forward, but it's the, I would imagine in my head the upfront investment in having that kind of seller for an idea that really hasn't well, been embraced because it hasn't existed. I mean, it seems like a nerve-wracking proposition. It, it is, except when I tell you how it came to be. So Dave Gibbs, uh, our partner over there, and musician, uh, very talented. Bee Nope, <laughs> different one. <laughs> Uh, Fair enough. What if I was? I was like, and he's one of the BGs. He's one of the BGs. <laughs> so we had deep pockets. Uh, he uh, is a wine buff and a collector, and has a massive collection. And so he would come to Covell and talk to Matthew and I. Matthew Kaner is my partner uh, at L and E. I'm sorry, at, at uh, Covell and at Condor, at Covell and Augustine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I know they get confusing. It's like, it's like kids. Card. It's like kids' names. We'll give you, you your know? business card back if you want to look at all the logos. <laughs> yeah, good they, point. I've got your website pulled up if you need to take it, a look. Thank at you. It. <laughs> uh, and he would try to convince Matthew and I that we should open up a Covell in the Valley, and it would do really well. And we said no, no, and, no. And he's like, "It's going to be called Coval." <laughs> Coval. Coval. Damn, we really missed the opportunity on <laughs> no, that. No, you didn't. One. Still there. It's a good thing Coval. that you did not call it Coval. Covalley. Uh, yeah, if it's called Coval, then it's like, we offer wines by the glass that are $3 and under. <laughs> <laughs> so we, he said, he found a spot that was an old Brat Brothers, by the way. 
Um, mm. If you ever fancied a bratwurst. Um, R.I.P. Brat Brothers. No, they moved down the street. They're, they're still alive and kicking <laughs> on Ventura Boulevard. Good for nice. Them. So uh, I went and looked at space, and I thought, okay, this is right. Let's do it. We started the build out, and a year later, we, we got it open. But he had the collection. That's why we didn't um, – it wasn't up front. So he's basically uh, – that's what our starter collection is. We, sure. we have obviously we bought a lot of wines that we sell by the glass, but he, it's pretty much like on con- consignment. Uh-huh. So he's getting what he mm. – you know, he paid uh, for them and, and, and what they're worth. So it, it does help uh, kind of – curb those costs a little bit because you would trying to start from zero and get a seller that has those you yeah. would, you couldn't it would be hundreds and hundreds of thousands of right. dollars but he spent decades amassing a really large mm-hmm. and i would collection. imagine building something that curated he must have so much enjoyment from sharing it he yeah. does and that's where he would come into covell and bring at least two or three bottles every time he would come in so we would just sit down at the end of the bar and drink some of the best wine in the world, it, like that you can find in the world. We mm-hmm. were just like chilling. We'd be like, oh, have a little sip of this. And people would come over and, hey, can I try that? No, yeah. no, you can't. This is for the three of us. Yes. Fuck out of here. For $50, I'll let you have a sip. <laughs> and you're looking at your bartender who hasn't rung a sale in an hour, and you're like, can you get this guy out of here? He's <laughs> fucking giving everybody free wine. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> So, but that—that's how that there's a, a, a little uh, little dust cobweb floats across the uh, the Cisco screen, <laughs> the tumbleweed. Mm, yeah, the tumbleweed. Well, that sounds like I can't wait to try it. That's a, a very interesting. How often is that guy there at, at the every day? Every day, Dave is at at Augustine almost every day. But I was gonna pull up on the Instagram just to see what like today's. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll read an example of what today's like. And also you know, another you have a drinking I, problem. <laughs> But wine, I don't consider wine alcohol. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. that's just my denial of alcoholism. Me neither. Well, but. yeah, once you get rich enough, you can, you can just say I'm a wine buff instead of an alcoholic. Right? But I also think that to, wine is food to me. Like, I, can't, I don't, when I sit down to have a nice meal, be it mm. bison, spaghetti, sure. or uh, a French, you know, any, I, I have to have, if I have a pizza, I like to have a glass of wine. I, I, don't, sure. I don't really, in my mind, go like, it's, 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 you know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't. Right. Isn't like I make a martini. And a have, true like, gourmand without without wine, food does not sing for you. Exactly. Um, all right, let me see. So this is two days ago. There was a I can barely read it. Seventy eight Chateau Buscat Grave. Twenty five dollars a glass. Eighty three Ridge Chardonnay. Uh, Thirty dollars. Eighty three. California. Okay. Adrian Let's see. Ballon. Let's see the uh, Eighty two Pomerol. Thirty five dollars a glass. Um, Try and beat that. <laughs> uh, 81 Bocalou Saint Julien, $35. Bandol, 88 for $40. And a Spanish, uh, what is it, Cabernet? 82 tours for $40. See, like that's what you can drink on a tonight. But that it was, seems like he's was, also curating different wines, different regions, different countries. Like it's not, it's, it's really interesting to see. It's, it's a lot of California. He, he has one of the better. Uh, vintage California collections, and I was I was saying this to him last time I was there. If you think about the how young California is in wine, like people didn't save, people didn't vintage it because they, there was they didn't think it would be valuable, right. right? It's not like French wine where you're like, oh my god, this is from the 50s or 60s. Right. So people didn't even start saving California wine really uh, and cellaring it until until the 80s. But that's why you don't have any. Mm-hmm. These BVs are, that are really old, uh, you know, right. they they obviously do exist, but not in the great, not as large as the, some of the sellers that they kept in Europe. Mm-hmm. So, um, what is the, fact. what does the name Saint Augustine come come from? 
it's just Augustine, but just it Augustine. was based off of St. Augustine. He, so we, Sorry. have you ever tried to name a restaurant? Or no, a, a, I have a problem naming dogs myself yes. a restaurant. Name, but it's, so. I mean, stuff is hard. Naming stuff is very hard. hard. And so the, Covell um, meant something to me. That's, that's where in Oklahoma, it's a small town I'm from where I bought my mother uh, a house off of Covell. Uh, it's like mm. the main street in the town that I'm from. No wonder you're not single. <laughs> real fucking sweetie pie over there. I like it. Uh, and then Eleni uh, initials um, uh, Condor was shortened from Conquistador. Hermesia was the Hermesia Club. So sometimes if you're gifted an existing name, it's good. Uh-huh. But uh, Dave, we, we went through maybe honestly a hundred names, and he they were all on the wall, written in pencil on the wall in the space, and it was just like. I think it was a bunch of saints. It was like St. Francis and St. Augustine. And I said, I actually, I said, if you take off the saint, I really like Augustine. But if you look up St. Augustine de Hippo, do you know who St. Augustine de Hippo is? He's No, I should. He, 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 he was Get, like... Getting called out. Well, I don't know my saints. Are you, no, no, no. You, no, you, no you, not very many. Um, I will not take saints for $400. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely not. But he was like kind of revered for his conversion from being what let's call a party animal and a big drinker to, to being you know a saint. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that's kind of fitting. Um, it really is. And so, so it's uh, stay. But I, it's, I don't like the saint. I don't think I could ever name. And then there's St. Augustine, Florida, which I don't think anybody wants to yeah, be associated with. Not, Try not, not to draw any attention to Florida <laughs> yes, when you can avoid it. Uh, that, yeah. yeah, that really does work out perfectly. What, an upscale wine bar is for a reformed party yeah. animal. You've, <laughs> yes. you've, you've somehow made it through. You have a lot of money. You like <laughs> to let your hair down a little bit. And drink the good wine. Drink and the try good the stuff. good stuff. The, the you, grape juice. The entry level price to try the good to stuff. Studio City, which is awesome. It's all happening. <laughs> I like the idea of all these names like drawn on the wall. It's like, well, Augustine's got five votes. Steve sucks. Dick's got two. <laughs> like, no, 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 that's graffiti. That's graffiti. That's not actually. Put that up there. No, that's not. Uh, hey, wait a minute. You do the like you you look at all of them and like I think Monarch was gonna be like Dave wanted Monarch and I was like I don't. But that's what I mean. Like, there's yeah. you start your brain. He was like, well, what it's about? not bad, but it could work. He, or then he work? was like, what about yeah. Lancaster? And I was like, just my last name. That's I don't want to have something. And right. it also sounds like the town. Yeah, right. I think people be like, Ooh, sure, sure. It doesn't. There's no. Say Naming wine. is hard. It's really because then people always want to know the story. Like because you have to say Covell is great because it does make you sound really like yes. oh yeah. I'm so got you laid many times telling yeah. the Covell story. But but Augustine, you can't just be like just just Saint Augustine. Just you know he's a guy. It's pretty good. <laughs> we had a lot of them, so Absolutely. we tried a lot of. Well, them. Well, that's the that's the beauty of having multiple places. Is you're like right, I, I just name I don't have time to name a man. I'm too busy counting these twenties. <laughs> like if you have one place, then you have to tell them the story. But you're like I don't know, man. Yeah, I can't even keep them straight. I don't know. Which one are we talking about? Mm-hmm. What is that sound on your phone? Oh, that's the Scarface money counter. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of money counting, let's talk about your acting career. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, yes. Let's definitely well, talk it, about that. Where do you want to start? I, I, moved, I, came to, I moved out here to Los Angeles. Much like many people... Yeah. In the world, you come to L.A. to make it in the entertainment no, biz. No, I, well, I was much more, I took it much more serious when I was 18. I came out here to go to CalArts. Oh, I, got wow. in, I got into the theater program, and I was going to you know, be a super a actor. Thespian. A thespian, yeah, a, a, an actor's actor. You know, and I, so I went to school and, and did all of the plays, you know, Strindberg and Brecht. And, um, wow. Yeah, so I, you know, I had to do a lot Not of Kamali's. Shakespeare. You know, Gallagher. 
Yes. Okay. So you were uh, wearing the tights and doing the whole thing. Doing all of that and graduated and moved to Los Feliz. I, like, so I've, I mean, I've been in Los Feliz since, since I graduated. Actually, mm. since my last year of college. Um, wow. And started the acting. You know, got like a manager and agent and started uh, doing that stuff. And I know you pulled up my – you're saying this because you pulled up my IMDb page. Sure. Uh, did some, some guest stars and stuff like that on TV shows. And did some little TV appearances yes, there and there. And, and, but I, mostly commercials. And when you look the way I do, uh, which – Maybe for listeners, Tan, they don't. They don't yeah, here's an uh, industrial fan accident. Uh, so specific <laughs> look. I'm what they call in the commercial world ethnically ambiguous. Oh and yeah, that, that is a good thing when they want to sell product. When Get when advertisers, in there. yes, they go. Well, he's he's kind of like off white, which is good. Like right. yeah, that's we, the only time in the entertainment industry where being a tweener is a good thing. Yes, like, <laughs> yes, we do know how to sell you. Yes, we can package that. Like he, he and so if you were a script, we're gonna pass. But <laughs> just you as a person, absolutely. Green, I just green at your face. I can bottle that shit. In fact, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I started booking a lot of commercials, uh, ethnically ambiguous, and uh, yeah, I did a product. I mean, I did all every major beer. I mean, every Coors Light, Miller Light, Bud Light, like Super Bowl ads, mm-hmm. uh, and that's all I did for all my mid twenties is uh, commercials um, and I was like basically retired I how was, much like, money do you did you make annually doing come on that? dog come on dog keep it friendly like, uh, in commercials back then yeah oh I, it, six figures every year I mean but especially when you're 25 I was for, late I, I was for a, a three weeks of work out of the year oh not even I mean if you're, ta- you're talking about like 10, 12 days worth of work. 10, 12 days of work out of the year. <laughs> yeah. Hold on a second, but that's not fair because actors have to, it's the driving to all the auditions. If you're going to Sorry. two to three, you have to go to thousands and thousands of auditions you just to, to get one. Oaks. Yes, so if you, out of 365 days, you're driving around to two different that's places true. each of those days and then only working 10 of those days. So sure. it's, it's Stopping not as easy. Stopping the coffee bean and tea leaves. <laughs> yes. Feast or famine. <laughs> yes. I, uh, it, it's but, not as glamorous. And, and then there, but there's a lot of like dance monkey boy dance, like jumping through hoops. Like yeah. they, they treat you like shit. When you're a, when sure. you're an actor, there's no, when you're at that level, I mean, if you're, you know, a big A-list celebrity, of course you, you're calling the shots, but commercial actors, you're, you're yeah. there to sell the product. Don't, don't get it twisted. And they know right. that you are very lucky and you have a sweet deal being there. So they're like, they will say you have to take it. The, if you don't take this deal the way we structure, cause your agent's job is right to, is to get you the most money. And so they're like, well, we'll just pass on you and go to someone who will do it for less. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We you, really don't care about yes. Hey, Johnny Darko, you yeah. know what? Sign it or move on, okay? Exactly. We're trying to shoot that's, a Super Bowl ad. That's what they want. That's exactly how they view it. They're in the and, position of power. Oh, they call all the shots. But also, if you're willing to do a little dance, monkey dance, you can be making Golf, monkey, figures. golf. Yes. Uh, that's so, what. And also, in your early 20s, when that really is a lot of fucking money. It was. It was, it was good. It was fun. I mean, it truly... I mean, six uh, figures at any time you're, is amazingly great, but six figures when you, you know. In, and, it, and, and I was... When your I, balls haven't even dropped yet. <laughs> the best thing Hello, that I yeah. can tell you that I, I got asked to go back to speak to, to the graduating class of CalArts, the, the graduating acting class, and I told them, I said, this is after I had opened Covell, and I said, the best thing I ever did was save that money, and I, and I invested it into to myself and opened a business. Because then it it liberated me from having to um, rely on booking the commercials and see that. And mm-hmm. so I 
use I save that money and 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 open Covell. Now, granted, I didn't. I never thought I was going to be a restaurateur. I just thought I was going to open up a wine bar, and that's what I would do every day and show up and you know hang out and drink. Smart man. So that that you, was you play the game exactly how you're supposed to. Yeah, and which is why I think they asked me to come speak to them. Is they like don't a lot of people like book a couple commercials, like two commercials, and then quit their job, their mm-hmm. waiting tables job, and then go. You know, I'm I invested in a Lamborghini. <laughs> yes. yeah. uh, but I look sweet for like the six weeks I could afford the payments. Uh, so that that was my acting story, and I still lightly dabble in it. Only when they they ask me to, I don't do it as much. But uh, I do have a couple of commercials currently right featured now. in a national spot right now, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Uh, yes, the, I'm getting the Pizza Hut texts on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you on a dude, I saw you in Pizza Hut. I, I get a, I get different Pizza Hut texts. It's saying like, "Would you do you want to confirm this order?" Yes. And I have to say yes. Did you Did you really order five five pepperoni and sausage pizzas? Yeah, my my only Pizza text is cash or credit. <laughs> make it dank is not a request we can fulfill, yeah, make sir. It, make it like really good. And yeah, well, congratulations to you. Th- thank you. Way to play the game. Thank you. Do you have any? Are you Are you holding out for any? One last hurrah of the acting. Like if somebody no. was like, yo, no. Entourage 2, we got... No. Or I mean, like somebody give you a leading yeah, yeah. role in a movie, like would you stop everything and, uh, and no, go film I, it for three months? I, that's like a spoil of riches, right? I mean, that's a, such a right. quality problem if I'm ever presented with having to do that. Yeah. But I don't... It isn't something that I, I don't really... I don't even audition for those sorts of things anymore. Commercials... I do just because you can drive to them like last minute or I can cancel. Yeah. It's not a big deal. But if I got a audition to do something big, I, I think I would much rather do something in like the food world, like hosting or, or mm. you know, some like, I, you know, channel that was going around talking about restaurants or bars that that interests me more to use that skill set in are you working in this sort of forum you are know? you working on some food related no. content right now no i've been approached to do a couple of things um but i I was originally supposed to host the best bars in America. It's a true story. Oh, wow. Ooh. I, I uh, was approached, and they uh, asked me if I had any comedian friends that, that I could do, you know, we could put on tape. And I, I went don't and, like where this is going. Well, I went, and got, I went and got my buddy Jay Larson, who we really are, have been friends for a long time, and we, and, and we taped it, and they, uh, they decided they were going to switch it to two comedians. Males here. Um, <laughs> And so they kicked me out and they used Jay. So now it's like, if you watch Best Parts of America, <laughs> it's now my buddy Jay. And, and of course, I mean, I'm happy for him, but it was one of those where I was like, that's why I quit the acting uh, industry because it yeah. sucks when that happens. <laughs> so formerly friend Jay is you now on the show. <laughs> uh, but like that sort of stuff, like I would have been stoked to, to do something in that vein because I think that I'm really, that I can lend well, you my were, skills. Yeah, when we were doing the oyster demonstration, in front of a packed Silver Lake audience, oh. you were really shining. As I am now. Yes, yeah, as, as, as you are now. As I've really a kind of taken star. over this whole You got what it takes. Yeah, thank you. A thank bright you. star in a dark room. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm sure you would be very well suited for that kind of game. I'm not pushing. I, I enjoy focusing on my restaurants. That That's what I do for a living, and that's my livelihood. And so I, I need to give as much attention as I can to that. But okay, I, would pr- I, I would I don't prefer- need to compete with you. In this game. I'm trying to do that shit. So. I'm already lost, so I'm not going to start. Yeah, I think we need to clean the bathroom or do something uh, I'll, I'll get on that <laughs> this is my life man don't take it from me no I, I love the restaurant industry I, I really do I, or else I wouldn't keep opening because it's too hard to work you know if you don't love it it's way too hard to work that's what people quickly realize everyone that has a sort of romanticized idea about owning restaurants which there are a lot I can't tell you how many emails 
and meeting requests I get for people that want to, and, and I'm flattered to get them, but they say, oh, I want to talk about this idea, and they say they want to open a restaurant or open a bar, and I say, well, have you, like, where do you work now? And they're like, oh, I'm in advertising, or I'm in, you know, pharmaceutical sales, and I'm like, mm-hmm. so have you ever really worked in a restaurant? And they're like, no, and I'm like, you should start there. Like, mm-hmm. start by working in a restaurant, because it's not really that fun. Like, it, it's not that you're going to be like, this is the best thing ever, waiting tables, bartending, managing a restaurant. <laughs> it isn't. And no. owning a restaurant is just that times a thousand. It, it's every single problem. Um, it, it, you have to do it because you love the guests and the customers and, and, and the staff and, and the idea of hosting people. And that's where I approach it. It's like I, I would be a host at my house any day of the week if people want to come over and have some beers and watch the fight or whatever. Like That's my idea of a great time. And so if mm-hmm. I can do that in a restaurant, that's, that's how I view it. Mm-hmm. In a bar or restaurant, so that's why it's enjoyable to me. But it's not enjoyable, like dealing with workers' comp and no, <laughs> you know, sure. uh, and, and things breaking down. Or uh, this morning, I was a baller getting epoxy so I could glue this brass plate onto the front step of Condor. Like that. That's what I do wow. when I wake up in yeah. the morning. You know, every day, mm. and it's so exciting. My my girlfriend, <laughs> like, she always laughs when I have to deal with going to get the sewer line jetted at like 6 a.m. on a Sunday and she's like oh owning a restaurant so uh, glamorous yeah. she's like, <laughs> so glamorous anything from Barney's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well you're, I mean you were built for it I guess and you're I, and you also have managed to take the time out to come and do this which is very nice of you always I was super flattered I I, uh, oh, I know listen this is this is a really it is cool a big thing. deal it's a really big deal <laughs> I listened to it uh, a, a couple times okay. a couple different uh, episodes and so you know uh, the game. Oh, I try to do my homework too. I didn't want it to be one-sided where you guys knew all this information about me, and oh. I well, I didn't know anything about you. Speaking of that, I think uh, a lot of our listeners might want to know some of your productivity tips for somebody who is juggling all these things—a a seemingly impossible amount of tasks on a day-to-day basis. How do you manage it, and also? Apparently, drink alcohol every day as well. <laughs> and get to, and get to en- enjoy that. And also, you know, you seem to be in good shape. You are a professional. That's, that's a handsome, just, handsome guy, listeners. Yeah, well, good, he's you. a good-looking guy. He's it, not a fatty. For, the, that, that's stress. Listen, that is, you can stay thin just on stress alone. That, that is what, where, how you're that the, You're happens. on the Jewish diet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. uh, but I do hustle. I mean, I wake up, I wake up at 7 um, almost every morning. Uh, no matter what time I go to bed, and um, I have to because there's only so many hours a day, and if I don't start um, knocking the things off the list, uh, you just won't get to, uh, get done with it. But I, I've said all along what I, I know has made w- whatever success I have is because of my work ethic. Because I'm not, I'm definitely not the most um, the talented or the, the smartest. I didn't not go to a business ton of school. talent going on. Not a ton of talent, but I, but I, I will outwork talent. you. That's that's <laughs> my core competency is that I. I have a strong work ethic, I, so I, I can... Where'd you get that from? Oklahoma? My mom, yeah, I think. I think uh, I, I, it's all I can trace it back to is that's how she, that's kind of how she operates. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know where anybody gets those sorts of things. Sure. But I, I knew that I didn't have money, right? I didn't have the money to really, like, no one gave me a restaurant. Like, a lot of times, it's a family business, and so you kind of start, and then you make it your own by what you bring to it. Or, mm-hmm. But I didn't... I, I was a... I was a bartender at Cafe Stella right here in Silver Lake mm-hmm. for four and a half years. I learned how to do inventory and ordering and payroll um, as I was like bar managing there. And I thought, okay, I know how to do this. How can I 
how can I capitalize on what I learned and then do that for myself? And so I started with something modest. And I think that that's a big thing that people, they, they want to open up this big, their first thing to be this big, crazy restaurant with all these moving parts. And I'm like, don't do that first. Open up your little tiny 20 seat thing first so you can control it. And that's, don't go full cheesecake fact. No, it's too hard. You, you, you'll, you, you'll almost certainly fail if mm-hmm. you don't have experience in this. Sure, if right. people who are professional restaurateurs who open up dozens of these fail, you know, every third or fourth, and I failed. Um, uh, we haven't even talked about it, things I've closed. Um, we won't. We won't. We don't go back. We'd never talk about those things. <laughs> That's episode two, buddy. <laughs> Greatest hits and misses. But you will. You will always misstep, and you will always make mistakes, and you always think that you. Oh, this concept. Everyone that opens something thinks they have the best concept, right? You no know, one goes. I'm going to open up a really bad idea right. and see if it works. Like your kale idea. Yeah. You know, like you right. can try to yeah. to, to do yeah. the kale, but my everyone, fart milkshake factory <laughs> idea that I've been pitching around, so, not getting a lot of interest. Yeah, you know, everyone's idea is the. It's best the best, idea. right? Of course, everyone thinks they have good taste. That's why it's your personal taste, is because you you think what you're doing is really good, and so. You're like, oh, I'm going to work really hard, and I've I've got this. Sometimes people have these budgets. They tell me where they're. I'm like, I've never opened a restaurant with a million dollars. How the fuck did you get a million dollars? Like, who gave you a million dollars to open a restaurant? That's 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 insane. And uh, speaking of, you got, you got a yeah, paper. Yeah, yeah. All right, you okay. You, I'll give each of you five hundred thousand dollars. Yes, did it to to open up right. your fart milkshake, and that's you can. Great. I'll send over our business. We have Google Docs that we yeah, can send over. Yeah, definitely. Um, but. Yeah, work within your means, people. Mm-hmm. Like that's the yeah. that's the Start first. Slow. That's it. On Mike Tyson's punch out, you gotta hit the yes. You gotta hit the Glass Joe first. You gotta hit Glass Joe first, and then you go to like Soda Popinski and Piston Honda. Oh, well, that was Piston a reference Honda. that he understands. Please, <laughs> okay. So I base most of my life off of Mike Tyson's punch out. <laughs> I, I try to as we do. I mean, when people we're in like staff meetings, I'm like, I'd like you to think of. King Hippo, <laughs> um, me, Bill Gates, Elon Musk. We all are based on the on the punch out method. That's how we got. That's how we got here. That's today. how you get there, get there. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you do what you can. I mean, I know what I know what my strengths are, and that is, I I, I try to stay in touch with my customer base and, and understand what which each neighborhood needs. Um, you know, I didn't know I didn't see a, a oyster bar, so I brought one here. Yeah, um, I didn't see a hotel. So I opened one. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about the hotel real quick. Yeah, while, definitely. while we're let's, closing let's, out, yeah, yeah, let's close out with that. So it's called Hotel Covell. It's above we. It's above Covell, the bar. Correct. In Silver Lake, Los Angeles. It's it's Hollywood. East Hollywood, Los Feliz. Los Feliz. East Hollywood, Los Feliz. Yes, that's what that nine zero. Yeah, it's right on the uh, the triangular area exactly. of Hollywood and Silver Lake and Los Feliz. It's the it's the, yeah it's the uh, but it's a beautiful boutique hotel. Five you've seen rooms. it. You you were at a birthday party there last. Yeah, week, I was ago. on the uh, veranda just Ooh. moments earlier. <laughs> it was lovely. Thank I have you. not. Stayed there yet though? Well, I'll have you guys over for Thank a stay. You so much. Um, it's it's yeah. It was uh, it's been a real passion project, and that two two years in the making. I went up there. I first saw them. There was a leak. There was water dripping. It was New Year's Eve, and there was New Year's Eve three years ago, and there was water pouring into Covell. No, oh just, my seriously, God. like like a waterfall mm. over the middle of the bar. So I ran upstairs and I knocked at the guy's door. I was like, "Do you got to turn your shower water off or whatever's happening? Because you're flooding my bar." And while I was up there, I kind of was looking around. I, I went back down and cleaned up the mess. And then I went back up there and I was like, thank you. And I was looking around his apartment. And they, it was just really 
struck me that they it was like this 30s building and architecture it looked like chateau marmont you know mm-hmm. how like they had those like those alcove uh, oven built-in like hutch things and okay. everything about it i thought was cute although it was very run down the the building just hadn't been well taken care of i thought god there's such great potential here and i also anytime i've ever had people stay and you kind of hear the same complaint off of anybody who lives in East silver lake there's nowhere, nowhere to stay. stay there's nowhere to stay. you got to go downtown or you got to go to over to like Hollywood, but there was nowhere to stay. So I, I just thought I maybe if I could be the first person to to bring some there. And it's boutique again. I didn't want to open up a, a hundred room hotel. I thought mm-hmm. um, starting small. No hot cookies when you check in. Is that what you're trying to tell me? All right, fine. <laughs> Are you able to call uh, yourself a hotelier? I I is that a word? Do you want to so, do that? I listen. There's I, I'm that's I'm, a very I'm reticent. Title to have. That's I'm a reticent. word though. Yeah, the is. hotelier is a yeah. word. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have seen it written, okay? I've seen some people put it, yeah, yeah. restaurateur and hotelier. I think that's one of the coolest titles you can have. It's I, like, I'm not mad at it. If, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's kind of like being an Esquire. Is yeah, like, if, you're, if you're like a single man and like, you know, amongst other, my, my other ventures, I'm a hotelier. Like, nothing gets a lady going like that. Like, ooh. So it's better than dog owner? <laughs> could, you, could you like, could you, could I drop, could I... Could you use it in place of like sir? Like could I be like Hotelier Lancaster? <laughs> yes, yeah, like, that would be awesome. Mr. Hotelier that, Lancaster. Well, that's, that's your pimpin' name, <laughs> I like Hotelier that. Lancaster. <laughs> and just it's just HTLR yeah. dot Lancaster. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, we may be onto something here. I'm gonna get, I gotta get to the the, gotta, the, pre- the printing business, press. I gotta do business cards. Uh, business card locked down. Listeners yeah. at home, he Dustin just went into his car and sped <laughs> off to Kinko's. <laughs> just jumped through a window. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you you do own a hotel and it is going well. It is going well. Wait, wait, so you, so you saw the moldings. And you saw like, it was I, I thought I just thought these would make a great. Uh, these could be fantastic, and so I just about the time that I was going to do it, I emailed my. The building was owned by the previous landlords, and I said to my I, I emailed my accountant and my lawyer, and I said, "How do I get an FBA loan? I want to buy this building and open a hotel." And I saw I looked at that I looked at that email not that long ago and it was sent in September of 2012. And you just said ha ha. <laughs> 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 yeah, they said tough shit. And so I then the building owner said they wanted to sell it. They got an offer, and I said, well, what if I find somebody else to buy it? Uh, and I went to my friend who deals in real estate, and he he bought it. And I said, if you buy this building, we're going to do this hotel upstairs, and it's going to be amazing. And he had faith um, in me, and he bought the building, and he, we partnered up on the the hotel. Mm. And it was truly almost two years in the making, uh, but we got it open uh, in February. And it has been amazing press and very well received and super, super enthusiastic, positive feedback. So I, I couldn't be more pleased. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a different beast than restaurants. Very, very different. Uh, you don't get to – it's creepy. Like in a, in, a, in a restaurant, you can you can stand in the middle of your restaurant and see the food coming out and the energy and make sure the light and sounds are good. And that's how you kind of gauge what's going on. Mm-hmm. It would be very creepy if I just stood in the hallway of the hotel <laughs> and was like – when they opened the door, it's like, hi, how is everything? <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah. you sleep good? <laughs> yeah. I'll just be in the hallway if you need anything, yeah. just checking on things. <laughs> So you kind of have to, it's out of sight, out of mind. You give them the key and they go away and you trust that they uh, are enjoying themselves and, and they come back and say, oh, we had a great time. We'll be back. But awesome. So um, is it a traditional experience? There's reception? There's... There is a reception. It's a, it's, it's a hybrid because 
we're not big enough that I can't run a 24-hour reception. So we have a reception from basically 8 a.m. to 6 Mm p.m. Then if you needed anything, you can go into Covell, into the wine bar from 6 p.m. to midnight. Uh, It's open until 2 on on Friday and Saturday, so 6 to 2. But you're you're pretty much covered. There's an emergency number, you know, if you're like with like waters shooting out of your sink or something like that, you should call uh, this this emergency number. But yeah, it's somewhere between a a B&B or like an independent long-term stay where you you're, mm-hmm. you should feel somewhat independent, although we have very nice amenities that you can also you can order room service from like Home State um, or mm, from uh, very nice. from Covell. So uh, th- those those it has it's a true hybrid. I, I haven't seen this That's model cool. done before, but it is I would say it's very unique in that. How many rooms do they have? Kitchens? They all have little kitchenettes. Mm-hmm. Um, they all have a front door and then they have a rear door exit that you can go out to the the verandas. Mm-hmm. It's like a patio deck. <laughs> oh, like a, wow. A roof deck uh, back there with some furniture and, and kind of sitting, and there's a, a little bar where we do private parties. But uh, yeah, they they're, they're self sufficient. Like you could you could stay there, you could live there. It's an apartment, sure, for all intents and purposes. Yep. You Extended could. Stay. It's got a refrigerator. It's got a cute like smeg refrigerator that you could fill with food and, and stay coconut there. waters and coconut waters and Stumptown coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds me. You, you come awesome. see it on. We're gonna have a party soon. It looks like a beautiful place for a LA staycation. It is. Yeah. We've had a lot of people do that, and I, I would. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's very nice. They're very. Sally Breer is the designer. She has a company called Comingle. She has a mm-hmm. shop in Highland Park called Shop Class. Have you ever been in there? Good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, my if brother. You, if you want to furnish your place, go go to go to Shop Class. She's yeah. got great oh, stuff. Yeah, my brother always talks about it. Yeah, it's it's. She's they have impeccable taste. Amazing. Yeah. Well, you you did the you were you're the first to build the hotel lobby bar and then build the hotel. <laughs> I, very true. I, is, I I thought about that because someone else brought that up early on in the when we were talking about. It. I was like, yeah, yeah. I guess you a, a, a hotel bar becomes a, a thing, right? Once you have mm-hmm. a hotel, people go to the hotel bar, and we we flipped it on its head, and which uh, is awesome. I, I mean, I, like I most hotel bars are pretty dreary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aside from a few. But yeah, we, have, you guys we now have, have a, a very popular bar. You have a very popular with a dreary hotel. <laughs> Not as many prostitutes as we would hope for for a hotel lobby bar. And yeah. I've been to a birthday party at Covell in the library, in the sidebar, in, in the, the private side, room, in the private room, which is great because you go through a hidden door, mm-hmm. or you can, uh, like, who, which is such a fun novelty. Mm, it's yes, ridiculous. it never gets old, right? Like, no, you, like from from what you're like, I'm special. Four years old to you know forty years old. That's still a good time to walk through a bookcase. It was like, fantastic. And then <laughs> yeah. the beer. Have you ever been? In there? Yeah, I have. And then, so they've got that, like the spout in the wall. You're mm-hmm. pouring for yourself. I mean, like that, that was one of the best private rooms in LA oh, yeah. I've ever been in for a birthday wow, party. Wow, that is an endorsement. I thought it was really great. Thank you. Also, it's on the east side, so also he doesn't I get consider- invited to a lot of private rooms. <laughs> it's only the second <laughs> that, one I've been in. And also, I consider anything past western the west side. So I do too. I, I don't I, like. I'm uh, a, I don't I'm like a, leaving the hood. I'm with you on that. I'm a diehard east sider. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Dustin. I appreciate you doing thank this. You, I feel like we would love to have you back on again sometime. I know uh, you're oh, busy. Please. I will. I'll, I'll come back tomorrow. So we'll just keep going. We're busy tomorrow. <laughs> I got a few things. About it tomorrow night. Maybe Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Sunday's better. Sunday's, Sunday's better. I'm not busy, so you know. <laughs> um, hey, you do have a future in the world of food entertainment. Oh somehow. my We'll talk together. Oh, we'll, be, we'll we'll make our own. We'll partner show. up. Yeah, we'll I've got take a it lot to. Of, uh, Take it to, uh, I got some irons in the fire. Let's, let's take it to Esquire that. and see. And say, take this. Mm. Take this. Take, you take this. Uh, he's tall and I'm ethnically ambiguous. How can you beat that? <laughs>
Where do we stand? <laughs> um, so if you want to check Dustin's uh, adventures and endeavors out, you can go to Eastside or establishmenteastside.com. Word. 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 Take <laughs> and that. And you can go to the Stew Podcast for this podcast and all the other episodes. Subscribe on iTunes if you want to be a friend and tell a friend who may enjoy such a thing. And uh, say goodbye, Andre, who has no social media. No social media, and goodbye. You can follow me on all that stuff at Them Jeans. And thank you so much, Justin. Thank you, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.